The Old and the New by Robert Gisner. The way of man is often a mystery. There are times when we are quick to abandon the old traditions of something for something new. Yet there are times when we are very reluctant to give up the old for something new. Often the decision is influenced by those around us. If keeping the old makes us seem odd or different, we are ready to abandon the new. Adapt the new, I'm sorry. If, on the other hand, a new challenge is life confronts us, we are slow to respond because we would change our lifestyle and people would begin to ask questions. About 50 years ago, there was a man named Tim who faced the latter problem. The world had changed in many ways in 50 years, but in other ways it remained exactly the same. Technology changed many circumstances, but the way of man never changes. Tim was invited to attend some evangelistic meetings by a fellow worker at his workplace uh, or his place of employment. He came out and was intrigued with the message. On the last evening, he made a profession of faith in Christ as his Savior. He was invited by believers on a number of occasions after confessing Christ as soon become apparent to him that he faced two very difficult decisions. The first one involved his church attendance. He was born and raised in a church that did not preach the gospel. He had been attending service faithfully every Sunday since he was a young boy. As he grew in his knowledge of the gospel, he realized the incompatibility of law and grace. The grace of the gospel did not mix with the cold formalities of his church. Christianity, as taught in the scriptures, did not go with the revamping religions acts of Judaism performing by his by performed in the church. But Tim continued to attend service in the morning and then he would go to the gospel hall in the evening. He found it hard to give up the old. The old was better because it was familiar and it appealed to his flesh. There is a natural reluctance to abandon the old for the new, but new wine must be put in new wineskins, and both are preserved. And no one, having drunk old wine, immediately desires new, for he says the old is better. The second decision was more in the social world than in the religious. Every Tuesday night for years, he went to the clubhouse to enjoy an evening uh, with longtime friends. His supervisor at work was one of them and his next door neighbor was another. 
He soon became the object of much criticism because he would no longer drink any alcohol beverages with them. He found things like talking about, uh, but it often he often cringed at many of the off-colored stories that he would hear each week. His friends knew there was a change, but he never felt he had the right opportunity to tell them what had happened to him. For we have spent enough of our past lifetime in doing the will of the Gentiles. When we walk in lasciviousness, excuse me, lust, drunkenness, revival, uh, drinking parties, and abominable idolatries. It, in regards to these, the these things is strange that you do not run with them in the same flood of dispersion, speaking evil of you. First Peter four verses three and four. It took him two years, but he finally made the invariable decision. He stopped going to the church, and he stayed home on Tuesday evening. He literally trembled when he made the decision. It was tough, but he knew it had to be done. Years later, he had only one regret. He wished that he had done it much sooner. How about you, reader? Are you still holding on to some old ways? Let go of them and let your life will begin to blossom for God. And this is so true.